trying to get crazy with this scene. Don't you know I'm loco? loco? <laughs> Fantasy Blink, a daily podcast where we talk sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian Baines. He is Quintus Maximus. It is Friday. Hallelujah. Except it's Friday the 13th, May 13th, episode number 513. A lot of 13s in there, sir. Oh, this is not going to be good. Not good at all. Knock on wood. Uh, all right, that was a great show. <laughs> Wrapping it up here with the Fantasy Blink. Yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah, I, yeah, I sent off a, an invite to a special guest today, but uh, it's kind of funny because I think I have like three different phone numbers for Uh-oh. said special guy, and we'll see if I send it to the right one. Awesome. <laughs> all right, well, I just uh, sent him over a thing saying, uh, how's your service? So hopefully uh, he's in a good spot. He's trying to be out on the boat, on the lake, so oh, uh, who knows? Yeah. Not, work, not working today. Nope. Today's the day um, off. When you're the big honcho, the head honcho, the big cheese, you get to pick your days, I guess. Three-day weekend. I like it. I like it a lot. Let's see. Here we go. He said it seems good. So did you send see it to See if he wanders in. Uh, I sent it to a number. So oh, we'll all right. Well, let's see here. I, I sent um, it to the number that I sent the most recent text to. All right. Back it's an Oregon number, right? Uh, it's hard to say. Numbers aren't, you know. There's, well, there's I a mean, five. Oregon he's got a five four one, and he's got. A, there you go. Yeah, it's that nine, one. He, he's got a <laughs> nine seven one. one as well. Oh, uh, it's so. the five four one one. So. It's the five four one one. Okay, let me Let's go see. back here yeah. and see what I sent it to. Probably not. I can and it ends in one. one, if that helps at all. I Let think. me see. <laughs> Let's uh, give out his number. <laughs> okay, got it. I'm gonna. Uh, I will. Uh, yeah, that's yep. That's the one I sent it to. So cool. All right. Well, let's see. Seven fourteen. All right. So, hey, yeah, hey, we'll, hey, 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 hey. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right. So special guest, maybe. Awesome. Maybe that'll be maybe. Fun. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, NHL last night. Oh, this is this is pretty fun. Uh, we had four games. Boston beats Carolina. Tampa Bay beats Toronto. St. Louis beats Minnesota, and Edmond beats LA. So we have. Three, three game sevens coming out of these four games. Sweet. Woo. Yeah, the only nice. one, St. Louis, St. Louis knocked out Minnesota. That's the only uh, series that completed here. Uh, real disappointing again for Minnesota. They were the higher seed coming into this one, and they were they crapped out again. But uh, every other series there will be a seven-gamer, and we've got four more or three more games tonight that could be pushed to game sevens as well so could be really really crazy first round there we of go. the nhl playoffs so fun nba uh not as fun the heat uh eliminate the philadelphia 76ers 99 to 90 for four games to two and then dallas uh pushes to a game seven with phoenix 113 to 86 another one of those tight games 113-86, Dallas takes out uh, Phoenix. So heading for game seven on uh, Saturday, I guess that'll be. So. Huh. Well, that sounds this. Behind Phoenix. I don't know how you're letting them back in it. Yeah. Phoenix yeah, I mean, they're healthy up, now. They've got, they've, got, 
they've got Booker and everybody's in uniform and playing. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, NFL came out yesterday with oh, the, the big news. schedule, the much anticipated schedule. Uh, let's can see we go through things. each game one by one? Can we just talk through each game yes. quickly? Yep, yep. Because okay. we, we need to fill one. a little time, and yeah, I think week, that'll be fun. Weeks one through eighteen. Here we go. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we no, go. no, 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 no. I mean, no. I mean, just week one. Let's go through each game of week one. That would be uh, fun. Uh, okay, I didn't do. I didn't write down every game, but I did write oh, down okay. the good ones, and there are a lot of good ones in week one. So we can jump right into that. Uh, well, here's what I of- found. The very first thing I looked at, though, was the schedule of week one. And I was like, I can bet every one of those games right now. Okay. Like, I can tell you right now who would win every single one of those games. They're very callable, at least the morning games. Holy cow. It's like yeah. eight, you should be 8-0 gambling on the uh, morning games. They're all, almost all gimmies. What are you going to do? Uh, what do you do on the Thursday night game, Bills at the Rams? Well, Bills, Rams, you called it, didn't you? Did I call it or did Nicely I call it? Nicely done. You <laughs> called it. Nicely done. Bill, I heard an interview yesterday with Sean McVay on Rich Eisen's show. And um, let's say that Sean McVay getting his hand on one, uh, in his opinion, changed everything. So uh, Bobby Wagner, in his opinion, is one of the best players of all time. And after hearing McVeigh talk about this Bobby Wagner acquirement and what that guy brings to the team, I had this vibe of, ooh, like wow. I mean, they're winning it all. Rams like should win it back all. to back. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often in the NFL. Well, and, it doesn't. No. And if you look at uh, based on previous season record, the Rams and the Cardinals have are tied for the toughest schedule in the league yeah wild okay. which is not surprising okay. right not surprising that the rams would be there because they no. you know won the super bowl right so right. you're gonna play but be but tough. here's here, here's the problem right and here's what's causing the rams and the cardinals to be the most difficult schedules is this year uh you know every year one nfc division plays one afc division well guess what two divisions match up this Ooh, year let's see the nfc west Yes. And the AFC West. Yep, you got it. There we go. It's a West Coast thing. Yep. So I think the – I got enough bars. Doesn't have enough bars. Okay. Yeah. No no special guest today. No. No special guest. He's fishing. Um, He caught a monster fish. He's blowing me up right now, uh, sending me texts of pictures of fish. Okay. So I'm trying to be nice and respond. But meanwhile, I'm in the middle of what could or should or would be called a job. Hello. Hello. Working here. Working here. So (laughs) so uh, I was looking at these uh, at the the, the teams right uh, in the AFC West and the NFC West. And I believe I believe the easiest schedule out of all eight of these teams would be a fall to the Broncos. And it's and it's only the 15th easiest schedule in the, oh in the league gosh. right so they're middle of the road and, wow. and they finished last place uh in the afc west last year yeah. so they would have the technically the easiest schedule in that division and it's like 15th toughest wow <laughs> so brutal this right so then you go you, fun. you go to the other the other end of the spectrum right the cowboys okay 
who were in one of the crappiest divisions in the league, have the thirty-first yeah. most difficult schedule in so the NFL difficult. this year. If yep. you're following along at home, thirty-one is second from last. Thirty-one is second from last. They get to play the <laughs> NF. They get to play the NFC North, and probably, I'm guessing, maybe the AFC South. Wow. Okay. Well, that right? just sounds like so much fun. Can't wait to see that. Yeah. So uh, uh. Cowboys thirty first easiest. The Titans get the twenty fourth easiest, and the Colts get the twenty sixth easiest schedule. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. And then if we get into that week one, obviously we start with the Bills yeah. Rams. Who are you taking in that one? Um, Bills today? Rams. Take, right taking now. Taking Rams, obviously. Well, right? you I, said they're undefeated. I do. I do love the Rams all season. I don't love the Rams. I just think that they're going to be really great. However, that will be a great game. This might be one of the toughest games of the season because the Bills are coming in with a lot of swagger. They've yeah. got their shoulders held high. But meanwhile, so do the Rams. Yeah. They just won the Super Bowl. So here we are. Um, I'm, I'm calling Rams, but I do want the Bills to have a great season. I do want them to actually make a Super Bowl push this year. They're due. They're ready. Come on. We don't need a repeat, right? Let's go. Somebody, we need Bills. It's new, new blood in there, right? Then right. You got the, then you have the Steelers and the Bengals. Steelers, Bengals, easy call. This is the first game I would be willing to bet on. It is Bengals by 20. Okay. Yeah. Steelers I mean, are going to have either, no quarterback. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're either going to have Mitch Trubisky starting or you're going to have a, a rookie. Yeah. So right. I'm going Bengals here. Yeah. Okay. Patriots, Dolphins. That one's very easy as well um, for all those who know football and understand football and know that I think the Dolphins can be the kryptonite to the Patriots. Um, I don't think that's the case in this game. Patriots win this Patriots one. Win it. How about the Packers and the Vikings? Whew. Well, we all love the Vikings, don't we? We all love that the Vikings should be good every year, but let's just start again. Uh, yep. It's going to be the yep. Packers who win this one. There you go. Uh, Raiders, That's a tricky game, a little bit. That one's a it, that one's it a is because they always game. play each other in strange way, right? I mean, it's it's always a, a an odd game, big yeah. comeback game, high scoring game. Something weird happens in that one yep. every time. Uh, missed field goals, whatever. Raiders Ugh. at the, Raiders at the Chargers. Raiders Chargers. Now this game is amazing. This is great. If you guys didn't watch that Charger video, you are missing out. Oh, man. That yeah, was they... amazing. <laughs> they poke fun at everyone. I like the Browns. How the lawyers had them redact the Browns one when they play the Browns. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But very, um, very, very well done on the uh, the Atlanta Falcons too. That was nice, flowing right along. <laughs> Bink! Into the scoreboard or whatever it was, or into the logo. Yeah, I, I thought that was really well done. I especially liked the Justin Herbert. Showing him walking as a kid and then growing through his yeah. high school and college and then pro uniforms. That was cool. Yeah. Um, the idea of doing an anime was pretty legit. I appreciate the artistry in that and uh, the willingness of, to do it. A lot of effort. When you yeah, the Carolina yeah. Panthers one, however, was <laughs> so dumb to me. Now, I couldn't even make it through it. It was like a throwback to the 80s. It was trying to have like it, players doing stuff. and It was, like, enter- it was entertaining, but I, it was really hard to see the matchups. Right. right, I didn't you see the match. You, you could, yeah, they were in there. They were hidden in all, all over the place on the oh, computer okay. screen, and they were uh, on the uh, on the video game that he you know popped into. Yeah, it was kind of it was a throwback. It was thing. weird. So it was like a you throw, had to look. Yeah. You had to actually pause it to look and see what the matchup was. You know, to oh, figure damn. out who, when they were playing and who they were playing. But you know, clever. I thought it was really fun the way the teams 
got yeah. into this. Though. I love I love the schedule release stuff. That's fun. And I mean, the schedule is the meat of the whole season. By the way, we're going to be crying week eight because the schedule. I mean, we're going to be crying week four because the schedule. This is just how it goes. You yeah. go into it thinking, oh yeah, look at my team and look at the schedule and who knows the Chargers could be could win the first few games. Obviously, I think the Chargers can beat the Raiders easily. Not easily, by the way. It'll go to overtime, but I'm taking yeah. Chargers in that game. Chargers go, yeah, Chargers start Raiders, Chiefs, and then they get uh, yeah. Jag- Jaguars, Texans back-to-back. So, yeah. Of course, they lost That's to the easy. Texans last year, which knocked them out of the playoffs. Um, Bucks at oh, the Cowboys, man. Sunday night football. See, that's pretty cool. Oh, by the way, do you know what the new Amazon Prime thing is? No. Have you looked into this? Nope. Okay, if you go to Amazon Prime and it says Thursday night football above, just hover over it. Click up to it. Don't click on it, but just click so your box goes up to it. And hover on it. Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet are doing Thursday night football on ah. Amazon Prime. Ah. I thought Al Michaels was retiring. I love this. Where's Collinsworth? I don't know. Sunday night football maybe still. I don't know. But who's doing Sunday night football then? Michaels isn't. I don't know. A lot, a lot of uh, shaking so, up. Oh, oh, shaking. Maybe Tom. Maybe Tom Brady's doing Sunday night football. Who knows? Yeah, he'll do it from the sideline as well, which yes, would be fun. Exactly. So McVeigh did say. I guess there was reports of McVeigh stepping away from coaching. Okay, he yeah, was kind of burnt yeah. out. He was feeling eighty years old, and he's like thirty-five or whatever now. Yeah, yeah. He's and been he's been doing like, it for so long, and you know, right. I can understand how <laughs> he gets burnt out from it. Jeez. But he said after seeing what Tom Brady got announcing, he's also been offered an announcing deal. And McVeigh's a dynamic dude; he can fill uh, everyone's ears with his voice for quite a while. He's um, also thinking about this i guess it sounded serious like he was like no you know i'm gonna come back but that is uh there's a great offer sitting there so when i'm done with coaching that's what i'm gonna do and i'm like i I mean how do you i mean that how much work is the difference between coaching an nfl team and being a broadcaster yeah give me a break it's not close (laughs) give me a break oh my word so yeah uh yeah we got the chiefs cardinals yeah that one's easy uh cardinals are I'm having a hard time right now uh, figuring out how the Cardinals are going to succeed this year. Um, I don't know much about their defense. Um, I don't yeah. know that they've improved that much. Um, and obviously with D-Hop out, we saw what they did last year when D-Hop was with out. With D-Hop so, out, yeah. And uh, the, traje- the trajectory of the Cardinals was not going in the right direction at the end of the season. So, mm-mm. yeah, see if they can turn around that. Yeah, and, then the Monday, and then the Monday night matchup, this is going to be an awful football game, but fun. Because the Broncos are going to travel to the Seahawks, so this Russell is gets crazy. To go right back home. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. I really, I kind of, I do appreciate this. I think it's really cool. Um, but I am, I, the Seahawks <laughs> are not a team right now. No, it's it's like I say, it's not going to be close. It's not going to be a good football game. But the the storyline behind it and the fact that uh, yeah the, the NFL put a little thought into this and they you know to send him right back to Seattle to uh, well it's fresh <laughs> well it's great yeah let him get a win in front of Seattle <laughs> I I still just feel like there's some kind of jab being thrown at Seattle yeah. I feel like they did something they shouldn't have done and there's kind of a big like slap in the face that keeps happening to them through this whole ordeal yeah. uh, this is just another part of that go right up to Seattle, Russ, and then, I mean, it should be 30 to, I mean, you should have your starters out by the fourth quarter if you play it right. We know Russ makes it close, 
that's the other true test here. Let's see if this was Russ all along dicking around. Can I say that again? Dicking around. Or was it Pete Carroll not coaching a team to win football games? Like, is who was it that was trying to keep the game close? What, yeah, what what was going on? Really? And I hope really we see. I hope on. it was not Russ. Because Russ, with these weapons, minus Jerry Judy, possibly. I have a little bad news on him yesterday. Yeah. Um, arrested, for so- that, arrested for something. I don't completely understand what he was arrested for. <laughs> yeah. But but something. I'm sure that'll that'll work itself out at some point. Something to do with domestic something, but domestic was, violence uh, enhancement or something weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> like, know. I, I'm going to need an interpretation at some point on it. But uh, yeah, uh, arrested. The the key was arrested, and you don't ever want to hear that. Uh, no. by, next to one of your players. So no, oh, and he's uh, been at camp, and he's been at practice, and he's been doing his things, and he's been whatever. This yeah. seems weird, very out of the norm. So anyway, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just interested in seeing. Obviously, Seattle will probably lose every game this year. Um, so that's a fact. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I mean, great. They get they get to play against the NFC West and the AFC West. So that's uh, yeah. what that's six. Uh, that's that's ten losses right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's crazy. The Seahawks are going to they're going to go through a rough stretch here for a few years. Um, That's part of it because the defense is crumbled, you know, whatever. Who knows? Who knows what happens? But um, I think that that's a good thing by the NFL to get Russ right back up there and do this while it's fresh. Um, a couple of the other games. Do you have some other ones, or was that the last one? Uh, I got some other stuff to go through. Uh, we already talked about Seahawks again. Seahawks getting much Seahawks, completely yeah. buried, buried by the NFL. Twenty nine thousand four hundred forty six miles they will travel. That's right through through thirty four time zones. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, number two are the Broncos at twenty seven thousand three hundred ninety eight miles and thirty two wow. time zones, and then the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, are third at twenty five thousand. 534 miles and 22 time zones on the As other end should be yeah exactly they, they signed up <laughs> they for that they, they wanted to go over the pond so. they need to be the whipping boys <laughs> uh on the other end of the coin the ravens come in at 9,500 miles but somehow hit 34 time zones in those 9,000 that, that wow. is uh 20,000 miles less than the seahawks but the same number of time zones so yeah, that's uh, weird. somebody will need to explain that to me. Uh, the Detroit Lions travel 8,348 miles, eight time zones. And somehow, magically, I don't know even how you Steelers travel 6,442 <laughs> miles and zero time zones. They do not leave what? their own time zone. What? How is this possible? How <laughs> they is travel, possible? They travel 23,000 less miles than the Seahawks and 34 less time zones than the Who Seahawks. Who is making the schedule? <laughs> we know this I, now. I know who's making the schedule. The daddy is in charge of the <laughs> yeah, schedule. Yeah, exactly. Year. He's like, let me see. Let's draw a little circle. No, a little, no, smaller. <laughs> a little smaller. A little smaller. Okay, that's how far they drive. Okay, when I drove We're to... not going any farther than Buffalo. <laughs> when I drove to the Midwest, I would drive in one day and not know how many time zones I went through. Come yeah. on. Yeah, Se- Seahawks travel expenses for the year. I'm totally making this up, but uh, oh, yeah. $16 million in travel expenses for the Seahawks and Steelers travel expenses, $47. <laughs> on taxi rides. They can Uber. <laughs> they can Uber to all their games. Wow, that's so ridiculous. I don't like that at all. Well, Steelers are just playing at home this year, apparently. They've got uh, they you know, 18 home, 17 home games for the Steelers. <laughs> this is so fascinating. I mean, yeah, we do have to – I would like to actually see a chart 
with lines drawn from the Steelers stadium to where they go to and look at this. Oh, hundred mile drive here. Oh, 200. So So you can assume that the AFC North is playing the AFC East and probably the NFC yeah. East, maybe. Huh? Maybe. Possibly? I don't yeah. know. That's weird. Probably. Weird. Um, yeah. So it, what did you want to hit on? Well, I wanted to hit on there's a whole bunch of games on the season opener, which is actually September 11th, the 21st anniversary of the 9-11 event. Um, And the other thing, I wanted to give you some games here that is on this week one schedule and see if you would pick these games, who you would bet on. Okay, And we're not going to do odds. We're just saying who would win. Yeah, straight up. So Eagles at Lions, Sunday morning. Eagles. Okay, Niners-Bears, Sunday morning. Niners. Bengals, Steelers. Bengals. Patriots, Dolphins. <laughs> I get, yeah, I'm going to take the Patriots there, but it's dumb. It's going to be shouldn't... tough. I know. That yeah. one's going to be oh, tough. Yeah. Yeah. Browns, Browns, Panthers. Browns. Yeah. Colts, Texans. <laughs> Colts. That one might be close. I don't know. That it is. It will be. It will be. We'll see how Mills plays. <laughs> it will be because it's not supposed to be. Right? <laughs> I know. Exactly. Yeah. Jaguars NFL. and oh my gosh, have you seen the logo for the Commandeers? It is a white square with a W in it. Give me a break. You had Excellent. all this time. Wow. <laughs> okay, wow. so Jaguars, Commanders. I'm going to give the Jaguars the win just because the Commanders didn't put in enough effort on their logo. I guess. I would not take Jags with yeah, a healthy not. Chase probably, Young. Probably but... Commanders, yeah. Right. We'll go with but... the Salamanders. <laughs> Saints and Falcons, which is pretty important, <laughs> but not probably yeah. a good game. This is where the, the Falcons begin their stretch run for the first pick in the 2023 yeah. NFL draft. Man, I know. Saints in that one. Ravens, Jets. Ooh. You see what's, do you see this? Oh. How easy this day is to bet? Yeah, I'm taking the Ravens, but yeah. look out. The Jets, you know, they're going to bring something this year, I think. Yeah, okay, they're maybe. Gonna, they're going the, the to win six five, games. Yeah, they're but against the top five games. defense that's healthy? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. That's yeah. ravenous. And, and the Ravens will still be healthy at that point. So. <laughs> True, I know, right? Jets might get destroyed. So, anyway, Packers, Vikings, we went over. Yep. Giants, Titans. Titans. <laughs> Yeah. By a mile Easy. there. Easy. Then we have Raiders, Chargers. Mm-hmm. You're taking Chargers. Taking Chargers. Uh, Chiefs, Cardinals, Chiefs, Bucks, Cowboys. We did Broncos, Seahawks. So that's all of week yeah. one. The early games, I think you could bet on all those early games with what you brought with you from last season. Yep. And I think you can make some money there. So. I think I'm looking forward to it already. Yeah. I mean, and then after that, of course, the season gets uh, a little bit more convoluted because then there's actually good matchups. But week one, um, yeah. I think you could bet it. So I was reading a guy, reading a guy on NFL Network that uh, broke down what he considered to be the top ten games of the season. This is over okay. the whole season, right? Okay. And and for various reasons, right? This is it's not the always the marquee matchups per se, but just for intrigue or whatever, right? So his number yeah. ten, his number ten is the Jaguars at the Jets, right? So you, uh, <laughs> so I mean, you start off with that one. I, I was like, I, I had what? to go back and read read the title of the article yeah. again, but uh, but but it is an interesting matchup, right? Both did quite a bit in the draft. Both uh, have done quite a bit in the draft the last two years. And, you know, they both have uh, the number one quarterback, the number two quarterback taken last year. And uh, so there is some intrigue to this. 
it's it's week 16 so we got a long time until we oh have to worry man about it, so. that's even worse so don't worry if it about was it. week one it'd be interesting but week yeah. 16 oh. it, it'll be over for both of them by then yeah. so it won't matter uh week 13 gives us the browns at the texans it, yeah if deshaun's playing that might be interesting and i will he be... should be by week 13 that's why i think he brought us <laughs> in be. here he should be in there by week 13 so but check you know... this out davis mills this year I mean, they're with him. They're on his page. Oh, yeah. You go look at his yep. stats. Davis Mills is no joke. He could be a surprise this year. Yep. He could surprise us all. I agree. Uh, Gridirons knew what he was doing when he made that trade. He's got, he's got go. it, nothing, nothing worse than a, uh, than a quarterback that he can, you know, put in every other week. So, right. Uh, and they're going to be behind, right? Texans are going to be behind in every yeah. game. So, no defense, you know, I don't for, think. For, for fantasy purposes, you know, we don't always we don't always need the best quarterback in the league. Sometimes you need the best situation yeah. in the league. Yeah. Right. You know what? I'm just realizing take away JJ Watt and take away Deshaun Watson and the, and I mean, I guess we can go back a little bit, take away Andre Johnson or maybe take away who was their stud running back. Um, forget his name right Foster. Now. Yes. Arian Foster. The Texans are a forgettable forgettable franchise minus very few stars yeah i mean in their history they've made it to the playoffs a few times they were a good team a few times but that was based on a few players yep and that's fascinating to think about that and they're a ways away from it now week 13 also there's three of them in here uh, in the top 10 from week 13 the dolphins at the niners obviously you've got uh you know former offensive coordinator going against former team uh, in that one and kind of it'll be should be uh, yeah. similar styles you know because the Dolphins are going to look like the Niners of the East Coast you also and um, that's that's the number let's see 10 9 that's the eighth best matchup you've got uh, week 18 this is good week 18 you got the Ravens at the Bengals yeah that sucks I hate that um, <laughs> I wish that like I kind of wish that the NFL would write the schedules backwards let the good teams play each other early and the good teams finish against garbage. Because what we don't want is that game right there to knock one of those teams out of the playoffs so that some lame ass team can make it last year was the worst. But you you said last week when we were talking about the possibility of the bills Rams, you didn't like that idea because you said it was too early and we didn't want one of these teams to have a loss that early. But they're not in the same division. I don't like this division thing being at the end because last year, the, I mean the charger Raider game, Made, still makes me want to throw up. Yeah. First of all, well, yeah. uh, the fact and that if, the Raiders and if it made makes you want to throw up, you can imagine what it makes right. me want to do. <laughs> right. The fact that the Steelers made the playoffs makes me so angry. Last year, the Steelers were one of the worst looking teams, other than Najee. And yeah. give me a break. Like we can't. Like we we almost need to take away divisions. I mean, I hate to say it. It's like the NBA or it's like baseball. You know, you're like can't we just have the best teams in instead of the divisional thing going on where like a loser team gets in? Yeah. Where the NFC East puts a seven and nine team in there. Yeah. And then what happened in the playoffs? They got smoked. What do you know? Yep. Uh, So that's week 18. Uh, The number six, the number six top six matchup is week nine. The Rams at the bucks, a little rematch of uh, the playoffs. That one will be good. That one Uh, will be good. That'll probably be a very important game at a very important time. Yes, and equally important is going to be week 13 when the Chargers go to the Raiders. 
right? So they start out with the Raiders yeah. at home on, in week one, and then all the way in week 13, they play again uh, in the rematch. So that'll be good. Uh, week, uh, yeah. Yeah. week eight, uh, the Packers at the Bills. Oh, wow. Wow, that's pretty cool. We have to remember, too, uh, where these teams play, at what time of year this is. Yep. Um, I read, I just saw a snippet thing yesterday just said that the best games are Thanksgiving Day this year, that that's going to actually have a lot to do with playoff nice. implications. I don't know because, I mean, I thought the Lions still played on Thanksgiving. Yeah, but... what did they, yeah what, how did they, did they get rid of them? <laughs> I digress. Either way. Yeah, uh, I just... They must have uh, made a change finally. Good. Must have. Let's put a good team on Thanksgiving. Jeez. But um, I really, I really think – that though there's certain there's certain teams that are one injury away from a total collapse uh this miami thing the more i the more i think about miami the worse they get which i hate because i've been pulling for miami for the last few years uh they're kind of like my dark horse like route for team yeah. but but i feel this whole like run first 49ers offense thing is is either going to get figured out early or it's going to get figured out late. And I will tell you, for the for the Miami Dolphins trying to run and do this different thing, if it gets figured out early, they can adapt. But if it gets figured out late, they're, they're so screwed. They're, they're in trouble. Yep. Yeah. And I don't want to see that for, like, some of these young star players and good players that we all like. I mean, especially guys like Tyree Kill. We want to see him succeed. I already – we already know this. I've already voiced my opinion on this. I don't think he'll succeed with Tua as a quarterback based on – Tua is not throwing the ball very much yeah. around further than eight yards. But yeah. like, but look at some of these other teams. I think that Bengals and Ravens game is interesting because I, I kind of fear the Bengals are one Joe Mixon injury away from being not good. And I hate that because they, I don't think they have anyone to, that can come in and really help if he goes down. And he's yeah, a it'll very be, it'll, it'll be all It'll be all Burrow. Yeah, yeah, it, they're it, just gonna have to throw sixty times a game, which yeah, Mixon kind of makes it go right. Because he does, he really he does. Gives, he gives the offense ba- the balance they need, the balance they want. Yep. Right? In so, today's NFL, you have to be able to throw and then run efficiently, but you cannot be like the Niners, I don't think, and run well and pass sort of efficiently. I think you have to be the other way around. You have to be able to pass and move the ball like Aaron Rodgers does. If we've said it a hundred times. You give Aaron Rodgers the ball on the 20-yard line with 30 seconds left, you're losing. Okay, it's a game fact. You are going to lose, and he is going to win because he can move the ball downfield quickly, very quickly. We've seen it 100 times. Can Derek Carr do that with Devontae? No, I guarantee not. Um, Can Tua do that? No. So this really changes some of the, like, end-of-game scenarios. Burrow, we know, can do that. But I think that also does have a lot to do with Mixon. And I am interested this year in seeing who can Aaron Rodgers get to be wide receiver to sort of fill Devonta's shoes because, oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's big and, shoes and, to and fill. If you're, and if you're looking to the rookie – was it Christian Watson, I believe, is his name? Christian Watson was the guy they drafted in the early in the Oh, the, round. yeah, wide receiver? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so listening to a little a little snippet yesterday about uh, rookie receivers with Aaron Rodgers over his career. Oh yeah, so that'd be good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, none. Not not one has ever topped 600 yards. Yeah, Amari Rodgers last one. year. Not <laughs> one. Not one. Yeah. Not one draft pick. One. Not one rookie. Regardless of where they were taken in the draft, obviously they're not big on first round draft picks. 
but yeah. uh, not one has wow. topped 600 yards. And in today's NFL, that's mediocre, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very mediocre. <laughs> that's, that's uh, yeah, not great. Uh, speaking of the Bills, back to the Packers' Bills, you were mentioning yep. uh, this home field. In a, yeah, time of year. That, that, yeah, Weather. time of year. So, uh, and, and this kind of ties into Buffalo 78's, uh, his project he's got going and, and yes. our experiment to see if you can – have all of <laughs> one team <laughs> on your roster, right? This is going to be big because yeah. the Bills, the Bills start the season out on the road, three out of the first four games, which means they knock out a bunch of road games right away, which means in return that they're going to have a lot of home games late. Uh, right? And yeah. that does not translate well for, uh, I mean, it's great for defense, but it, it doesn't translate well for offense in Buffalo in December. No, right? Josh, Josh Allen's got to be able to throw the ball in December and January to win games, and they got to be able to run. And we already know their running game needs help. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Uh, the Slippery. Top, the, the, the number three, <laughs> number three uh, best matchup of the season is in week four, the Chiefs at the Buccaneers, a rematch of the Super Bowl two years ago. So that'll be fun. I still uh, think the Bucks have the advantage there. Yeah. Especially yeah. now, and that's Tyreek, and, and it's in yeah, and it's in Tampa Bay. Uh, the number this is great. The number two, this guy's number two best matchup of the season is in Week One: the Broncos at the Seahawks. <laughs> what? Whatever. <laughs> Just I, for again, the, when again, Russ walks on the field, that's well, the end I, of the game. <laughs> well, I know. Again, I, I, as I mentioned, these yes. aren't based on uh, how good of a game they Skills, will be. But yeah. just, but just based on based on the uh, you know the narrative that goes along with right. it as well. And then his number one number one best game of the season comes in week six, and that is when the Bills travel back to the Chiefs. He loves the Bills, man. Uh, the Bills are fun, exciting football. They will they they like they have this thing the Bengals have where they're still trying to prove they're good. And yeah. so they're really trying. They're actually trying, especially their quarterbacks. They're not like Aaron Rodgers where he might know they're losing, so just mail it in in the last quarter. Like, no, he's really, like, going after these guys. They're tr- really trying to win. And I love seeing that. The Bills are such an anomaly to me because if I asked you, are they a pass or a run team, and then I asked you to name two wide receivers on their team, it would not validate that you said pass. Yeah. They are not a run team, although they attempt it, sort of. Uh, Josh of. Allen. Josh Allen runs, right? Right. That's the hard part is that they want him to run less this year. They've yeah. openly said that. Man, it's just hard. I mean, Diggs is the key to that. I hope he can stay healthy. I just, you know, Dawson Knox actually has evolved into a much better tight end. What, what, is, what is Gabe Davis, right? Gabe Davis, I think he has an opportunity, obviously, and we saw him at the end of last year just – just torching teams and it was fun yeah when he got the opportunity the biggest thing for him throughout the season is he just never got the targets but there's no more emmanuel and there's no more beasley right yeah just jameson crowder who will be hurt after week two probably right um, yeah gabe's gonna have a big chance here. he should stoke for him yeah he should be able to uh this should be his chance if he doesn't do it now obviously to be honest, he might be with this schedule. So many score happy teams on their schedule that we've heard so far. Uh, he might be the guy I want on my fantasy team starting. I mean, yep. week one, week third. What is that? Week six? You said yeah. you're definitely going to want six. Gabe Davis in your lineup. So all you have to do is uh, pry him from Buffalo 78's hands or Abide's hands. No problem. 
Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but uh, hey, it went to a Bides team. Oh, he's going to want one hundred and fifty percent value. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to mention something when Bro when Jay Bro and Squatch entered the league. I, and and we're you know all fired up and making trades and stuff. I wanted to mention something about that. Yeah. you know you better get your hundred twenty five percent ready. <laughs> oh, it's Bully's favorite comment. It's Bully's favorite thing in the whole wide world. Oh, oh, I want that guy. Oh, that guy's awesome. Who is he? Oh, he's on. He's a nobody. He doesn't start. Oh, well then he's got to be a free agent. Oh, he's on a Bides team. Oh, I'm gonna have to give a hundred and twenty five percent for him. Like what? Uh, yeah. All I expect is 110 percent out of one, you one, today. One of the classic <laughs> classic lines of all time, and we have we have a good time with that. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. Hey, so uh, I got home a little early yesterday. Do we have a few minutes, or are we? Yeah, we got now. Yeah. Okay, very few minutes. Okay, I'm gonna go quick on this. I uh, got home yesterday, uh, and Cody has been very into baseball lately, and she wanted to watch baseball. We're actually gonna go see Ridgeview Redmond today. Nice uh, little, varsity uh, baseball. Little rivalry. Hometown yeah, rivalry. And, and Ridgeview is very good, by the way. They've been putting up 11 runs on their opponents lately, so that's yeah. nice. Um, so we're going to go watch them play, and she's been into it. So yesterday I was like, okay, well, let's watch some like baseball movie. We uh, watched the story of Babe Ruth I put on. It was on Amazon, okay. okay? I don't know. I thought I knew some stuff about Babe Ruth, but I did not at all understand his health issues in the beginning. I did not understand like what he did for the game of baseball and for the Yankees, as far as bringing like a showman to the game. Uh, he was all about the kids, all about the fans, all about the people. He and his wife had this thing where during the war, they were buying shoes for all the kids of servicemen and giving them out to the kids of the children of servicemen who were at war. And I thought, man, oh man, that's something that's probably being missed today. You know, yeah. we all talk yeah. about the servicemen and women, but we don't actually like do something for their families. So I thought that was kind of rad. Uh, but I did not realize that he had. So this this film, by the way, just a little asterisk, was made in 1948. Oh, wow. Okay? The year that Babe Ruth died. Okay. So I did not realize he died of cancer, maybe like throat cancer or something like that. In he, was 1940- big into the, he was big into the stogies, right? Well, it was that, and I think it was drinking, but I had to explain to Cody that back then in 1948, you didn't talk about that. No. That wasn't like a thing you didn't say, oh, he was hammered again tonight and hammered again on the road. (laughs) You know, that wasn't like cool. It wasn't cool at all. And so uh, borderline illegal in some some circles. And so uh, I think that what was happening was he was drinking so much, and there were seasons where he would just have like a drop-off in stat, and he would say, I've got to get back in shape. I've got Mm -hmm. to like – get this health thing figured out but this one account of him uh eating 12 hot dogs and drinking eight sodas and had what they called like tummy sickness or something weird it like almost killed him he had to go to the hospital he was in the hospital for a few days he missed time uh this is right when he'd come over to the yankees and i was thinking like what made him eat and drink that much like that's crazy but then i was thinking he was probably drunk maybe he was drinking who knows um and then they had talked through this and it was very nice. It was a very polite movie. And he had said that he, had, during one of the seasons that he had had so many home runs, the fans were upset because four of those home runs were called back because he could not round the bases. Wow. And I'm like sitting here like beside myself. Cause as a kid, you think about these things, right? Like, wait, what if you don't run around the bases? Does it still count as a run? You know, you think about weird stuff you've never seen happen. Got to touch home plate. Yeah, Yeah. you got to touch home plate. And so I was like, 
what does that mean? Did he get to second and just couldn't do it anymore and just was like, I'll stay here. I'm good. Like, I don't understand what this looked like at all. And they didn't go into it, but that's what they said. Now, you remember uh, off subject, but Key Brian Hayes hitting the home run against the Dodgers last year, missed first base. Right. And and touched all the rest of the bases and was was appealed and called out, even though he hit a home run. It was out of the park. Right. He touched home plate, but he missed a base. You got to touch the bases. You got to touch them. Got to touch them all. But I thought as far as and now I, I was really sad watching this because I I was in New York and I was able in 2001 to go to Yankee Stadium, the old Yankee Stadium, the house that Ruth built literally. OK, the first game at Yankee Stadium, there was over 100,000 fans trying to get in. Wow. And they allowed 70,000 fans in Yankee Stadium that day. And I don't think it hold. I don't think it held like 70,000. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it held 70,000. <laughs> Right. And I was just blown away at these numbers. It was record crowds. Records were being set. Babe Ruth. I mean, he's a legend. The word legend was made for this guy. He was just this superstar. And I was telling Cody, I was like, this is why we watch sport, because we don't want to miss this. Like thinking back and thinking, man, I miss Babe Ruth or I missed uh, Joe DiMaggio. I mean, you know, all these stars that have played a sport that were actually not just you know, I use Marvin Harrison's name loosely, and I know it's probably bad, but not just some guy who does his job and goes home. But yeah. these were stars, okay? These were guys who were out there in the public. They were doing things. He was in movies, silent movies beforehand, and then other movies afterwards. But he tried to become a manager. I didn't know this. And they would not let him become a manager. Huh. He got declined time after time again because they said, if you can't control your own life, how are you going to control a baseball uh, team? Yeah. I was like, whoa, okay, <laughs> cool. All right. All right. You don't want Babe Ruth being your manager. Weird. And this is, but, and this is yeah. in the time, like you say, where they were really building them up too. They weren't, right. they weren't pointing out the, the negatives, the faults in no, these, not these at guys' all. lives. And, and yet still they, <laughs> they yeah. denied him the opportunity to be able to do that. So. Yeah. His first wife, one of the weird things, uh, his first wife died in a, either it was a car wreck or a house fire. Something weird happened to his first wife in a fire. <laughs> She died, and I was like, man, oh, man. And that was kind of, you know, you can see, you can look at his career, because I had to look through his career stats. He played, what, 20 years or something like that, and realize, uh, obviously, Boston, the curse of the Bambino, um, and the things that happened throughout his career that you can see in the statistics. You could tell when he had a good year, because it was showing. The the ups and downs. Yeah. It was really fascinating. And then, of course, you know, 27 and Murderer's Row, and then all the championships, and all the stuff. It was it was really uh, fascinating. Him and Lou Gehrig went through a time they didn't talk at all. Uh, hated each other for a while, mm-hmm. and then Lou Gehrig uh, came and he was when he was diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease, and Babe Ruth showed up and you know showed him love and whatever. But it was just fascinating. Both of those guys died of you know crazy diseases. Huh. You know, I'll have to look it up. I did. Yeah. I did take your advice and I started the boys last. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Sorry. Whew. Yeah. Not going to be able to unwatch that, but uh, <laughs> that's something but, but, you can't unwatch. Yeah, but I'm in. I'll probably I'll probably go back for episode. Isn't it two. fascinating? It is. It is a definitely a different spin on the yeah. world of the uh, superhero. Right? Oh my goodness! The, the, yeah. the corporate the corporate side of all of it. Oh, it gets worse. Oh, it gets so stupid. I mean, you, because you've been in corporate world, you know the speak, and you can just hear it dripping out of their (laughs) lips. You're like, this is corporate speak. Shut up. And everyone else in the room is like, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Sure, we will. Yep, of course. But that show's pretty interesting. I don't know. Uh, Also, good news we got with the, with the, uh, 
uh, release of the schedule. It looks very much like uh, week two lines up really nice. Uh, the Bears at the Green Bay Packers on Sunday night football. Is that what you're doing? You're going uh, then? I think that's going to be where we're going to land. And to For match Bears? up with – Well, <laughs> yeah, but Sunday night football. Season, oh, yeah, true, Season true. opener at Lambeau, you know. True. Uh, and, uh, and also, uh, you know, and you and I don't – like this that much but as far as seeing a game uh the yankees are in town to play the milwaukee brewers as well so do it yep so it's looking pretty good we're gonna do it nail down the the final details good luck getting tickets to lambo opening weekend it's done good luck that's already done oh you got them yep that's already nice how much do they run that's trade it runs me nothing because i won the bet so oh i hope he's getting that's on trey he's already got them so what'd you guys bet again uh, it was most defensive points uh, for the season uh, in IDP, and I won by a point and a half. <laughs> nice. Yep. Custom cool 500 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Real yep. money. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. uh, just a note, note for next week, I will be out on Monday. I will be traveling oh, back okay. from the uh, Santa Santa, San Jose, Santa Clara area. Nice. So, we'll have uh, fun in the warmth. We'll, we'll be out. Yeah, it's supposed to be really, really nice down there. We're hopefully going to catch the A's and the Angels tomorrow night. Yeah, nice. And uh, cold play on Sunday night at Levi Stadium. Going to be very fantastic. Cool. And uh, yeah, then we'll be <laughs> we'll be making our way back up, uh, back up Monday morning, Monday afternoon into Monday evening, probably. Very uh, cool. Come back. So, uh, yeah, we'll catch up with everybody on Tuesday. I'm sure there will be uh, lots of things. We'll have some Game 7s in the books yes. uh, as far as the NHL. Uh, the NBA is going to have a Game 7 on Saturday, so lots to talk about there. Uh, more and your trip. Stuff. Uh, yeah, and the trip. and, and... It'll be all yellow. Yeah, yeah it'll be all yellow. Thank you. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> Everybody have a great weekend. It's going to be nice here, too. So get out and enjoy it yourself with let's the do family it. and do some stuff. And uh, we'll see everybody on Tuesday. So for the Fantasy Blank, I am the Commish. He is Clintus Maximus, and we are on our weekend. We're over and out. <laughs> see ya.